0: I'm Scott with Spoonover Pressure Washing, and you can make three or $4,000 in a month pretty easily. I went down the route of kind of having the, the leanest startup as possible. So I went and bought a used pressure washer for like $100, some hose and a, a, other you know, little accessories. So I think I might have spent like a total of maybe $300 in order to get started and then made a, a real simple Facebook page, kind of shared it with my friends. And a few days later, started having a few people reach out and say, hey, I have this house, you know, people that I don't even know. And so the the first house that we did, I think I charged $200 for it. And I had really no idea what I was doing. I've only maybe pressure washed, you know, my own house at that time and a few other things. You learn a lot of things that you don't know that you don't know as far as like, you know, how do I price things out? Like, do I write it on a piece of paper? There's just so many things you don't know at first, but we did that house. It took us way longer than it should have, but it was, you know, we almost got all of the money we originally put in the business back out because it was, we put maybe 300 into it and got 200 on the first job. So that definitely felt like a success. But at the same time, it was a challenge just to kind of get your foot in the door with the first, first one.
1: What's up, what's up, Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, because your income doesn't have to end when your workday does. Today, I've got a quick hit episode for you on the low startup cost, simple, local, and just plain satisfying business of pressure washing. If I needed a way to make money quickly, this one would definitely be on my short list. Stick around in this episode to hear how Scott bids his jobs, how he got his first customers, and the savvy way he markets the service. Ready? Let's do it. So, yeah, hourly rate, maybe not that great on that first job, but super quick validation to say, okay... Uh, we've paid off the equipment, and now everything else is is kind of gravy minus our own labor. Mm-hmm. Were you doing like sidewalk walkways, driveways, or were you doing like getting up on ladders, like doing the under the eaves and the siding and stuff?
0: In this case, it was the siding and the gutters and kind of all around the house. And then, and they also later wanted their deck too, so we charged another hundred and we we pressure washed the deck. But advertises a little bit of everything that we could do: driveways, decks, cars, you know, whatever. And they
1: found you through the Facebook. Page.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that was organic. We didn't even do any ads yet. It was just making a page, sharing it with friends, and then friends would sh- you know share the post. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. Very, very lean startup of you. That's pretty yeah. cool. So you, you, you mentioned the machine, finding finding a used machine for a hundred bucks. That's a steal for a decent, yeah. I guess, gas powered pressure washer.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if I would even want to say decent because I think <laughs> the second job we were on. It took a crap on us. We had to go buy like a, a little bit better one. But, you know, that's, I guess, what you get for, you know, the first. It, it paid for itself, I guess.
1: Of the startup costs, was there any insurance involved or like liability protection on your part?
0: So once we did like four or five jobs, then we're like, okay, this is actually a thing. We need to probably be a little bit more serious about it. So then we went out and we got insurance.
1: Okay. Did you come up with a system to estimate pricing after that first gig? Or is it kind of standard based on the size of the lot size of the house
0: when i first started i was thinking i'd have to like kind of measure the side of a house and come up with like a square footage and price per foot and it got really complicated trying to like measure houses so we went away with that after the first couple jobs and now it's really more kind of like an eyeball quote where like a smaller house would be in around the $200 range a bigger house would be around the $400 range for a house wash and then additional for a deck or sidewalk or anything like that
1: Okay. And that's, well, this is a really interesting one. Cause you go out to Home Depot and get a decent pressure washer, 250, 300 bucks, right. maybe 400 at the higher end. And it's just, you know, homeowners don't want to deal with the labor or they don't want to deal with climbing up on the ladder and, and that yeah. sort of thing.
0: That's a big part of it. So like, from what I've noticed, the majority of our clients are forties, fifties, sixties up. So it's you know, people that maybe don't feel safe being on the ladder or the wife is like, I don't want you on the ladder kind of thing. (laughs) Or so that's, you know, where we come in and do that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah. It's a really interesting one where you can kind of break even on the equipment investment, at least the the primary machine. And you mentioned that, well, there's, you know, you want a long extension hose and stuff. Cause you, I mean, you're using their water and then you got to, be able to reach high up. So you had to have a ladder, I imagine, sticking Mm -hmm. on top of the truck or something. Anything else on the equipment front?
0: As we went along, there was a lot more additional things we started buying because it makes the job so much easier. So there's things called surface cleaners, which are these big kind of like pancake-shaped things that have a, a spinning sprayer on them that allows you to very quickly wash large surfaces like driveways. And then we have oh, okay. nine, nine foot extensions and a 24 foot extension thing that will allow you to hit third story from the ground rather than picking up a ladder and moving it down. So as we went oh, along, ow, okay, we okay. down, you know, <laughs> and, and also uh, another thing we learned was how important the different chemical mixes that you use, you know, as far as like you could wash a house in half the time using the right mixture of bleach or chlorine versus just using just water so that first job that took us like six hours we can do it in like two hours now so that you know that we still charge maybe the same amount so that's uh, a plus
1: okay when you're hiring it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire but what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates Well, now you can with our sponsor indeed it's simple if you need to hire you need indeed the matching and hiring platform is trusted by over three and a half million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster and 93 percent of employers agree that indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites for my next hire If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty
0: What I've noticed, probably the two best things are doing the Facebook ads that pull up on like the, the screen when they're you know, scrolling through Facebook and targeting people that are um, above a certain age group, like usually above 40 years old, that are also in the top 25% income bracket, because those are the people with the most disposable income and you know, they don't really ask any questions for whatever price you charge, as long as it's reasonable, of course.
1: That's just a setting like in the Facebook ads account. Like yeah. I want to, I want to target these well-to-do individuals near me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's, you can edit the, the, the demographics of the people that you're targeting when you're doing, you know, ads on Facebook and, and you, you can get very specific. You can even target people's specific interests. Although I haven't uh, messed around with that yet, but that's yeah, definitely something you can do.
1: Okay. That's cool. What did you, what did you put in the ad itself?
0: So the, the ads were really simple because a lot of people don't have a whole lot of attention span when they're you know, scrolling through and they see an ad. So it would be very basic, like we wash homes. It would have a picture of a before and after of siding that looks dirty and then looks clean. It would say spoon a pressure washing. And then it would say, ask for a quote right here. They click the button and they're able to directly message me directly and, and ask whatever questions they have.
1: Through Messenger?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there was a, a special thing that they allow you where it's like you get customers through Messenger. And and I I found that to be helpful because a lot of people don't like talking on the phone so they can kind of fill you out on Messenger.
1: That's actually really cool. Do you have a sense of the price per lead or a target price per lead <laughs> that you like to pay there?
0: Well, when we started last year, we would do an ad budget of $2 a day. And that would keep us like pretty much busy for, you know, we'd, we'd have jobs lined up every day. And by the time it got into around August, we were, you know, booked out for like two or three weeks with pressure washing jobs. And so, wow. At a $2 a day budget, this is like, um, this is the niche to go in. Yeah. Um, And I do want to preface that the area that I'm in is like a town of like 15,000 people and there's no one else in my town that offers this. So I don't want to like say this and then someone that lives in like california or texas the results may vary because if you're in a larger area who knows
1: sure but to be able to find demand for the service where none existed before or probably existed before and Mm -hmm. just there was no local service provider and to the extent that you were able to help create that demand through this ad a compelling ad like before and Mm -hmm. after pictures i mean there are probably whole Instagram channels dedicated to so-called pressure washer porn, you know, it's like I imagine oh, that, yeah. that type of like autoplay video in somebody's feed might be kind of attention getting. They're like, man, when was the last time this place was cleaned? Like it's it's been a yeah. minute. That's,
0: that's a really good idea. I, I haven't thought about that, but maybe I should do like a, a long video of pressure washing something and using that, you know, just because people share it just because it's oddly satisfying or whatever. It, it is. It's you know, somebody's,
1: somebody's <laughs> driveway, especially if you got this big yeah. old circular thing. Like that's an interesting tool that yeah. uh, maybe people haven't seen before. When So, so somebody uh, contacts you, they click on the ad, they contact you for a quote.
0: Mm-hmm. You're just
1: asking them for like size of the house, like just to get an idea. what's What's going on at that point?
0: At that point, I would, you know, kind of ask them first what they're looking for to make sure that we're on the same page, whether it's their deck or their house or whatever. And then I'll ask them for their address. And then I could actually look at it through like Google Maps usually and be right there on the spot or at least kind of a rough idea. Oh, okay. uh, or if they're not on Google Maps, just like I'll just drive past their house and then leave an estimate in their uh, mailbox.
1: Okay, that makes sense yeah the, the technology like i'll just uh, spy on you through uh, google street view and say okay oh, right.
0: yeah, that looks like all right we can, we can get this done i was also going to say the other side of marketing that i felt was pretty successful was using yard signs so after we wash someone's house we just put a little yard sign to say we wash houses with the phone number real big and in some cases you have like you almost wash the entire neighborhood so like there was one kind of nicer area where We did one house, and then as we were watching that house, the next door neighbor came up and talked to us. And then before we knew it, we did six houses that were all basically all adjacent. So I think yard signs are very powerful for that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and especially if there's a little bit of peer pressure, oh, my neighbor's getting this done? Well, (laughs) shoot, I better pony up for this too. So I I definitely think that's a good way to do it. Are there any tools and tech that you use to manage bookings, process payments, anything else Mm -hmm. that helps uh, run this thing?
0: Yeah, I use a thing called joist. And that's for creating invoices and estimates, and it's sort of like a CRM, not fully as fully robust as maybe you would like. But I've found it to be pretty helpful. And then my wife helps me with like the accounting, so we just put all the you know sales and everything into a, a little spreadsheet, so we can kind of keep track of things. Almost everything is either you know cash or check, but it's something I'm looking into is that maybe using Square or something, so they could pay with their credit cards. But I haven't had anyone have any issues with that. And And, you know, most people I'll just tell them they can just mail me a check or, or take cash or whatever.
1: Okay. Well, that's awesome. Any crazy customer stories so far, any property damage, like any horror stories, like things gone wrong?
0: Oh, there was one time where I think we might've either broken a window or it might've already been broken. And we ended up, we, we talked to the homeowner and we, we offered to replace it for him for free. And I, I have a feeling maybe it was already broken, but we just like didn't notice it until after it was washed or something. I mean, even then, I guess that's not a huge deal. It would just be a small insurance claim. But no, I guess as far as anything too crazy, it's all been pretty pretty mild, I guess.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's a good sign. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> just
1: keep it keep it easy. Make sure that insurance is in place just in case mm-hmm. something does happen.
0: That's true. And the cool thing is like once we started doing pressure washing, it kind of led into some other things. So we've had people reach out to us about like painting their house. And then in the fall, we started a Christmas light company, which I guess that's almost a whole other video to talk about. But it's it's cool how when you start one thing, you kind of have these other opportunities that start popping up with it.
1: Yeah, that's actually really cool. And people like to support, you know, local small businesses too. Like, well, what else could you help me out with? So I think. You guys are doing some awesome work there. So, spoonriverpressurewashing.com. If Scott has any other resources to add, we will uh, make sure to check the description below this video. We'll add those in there. Scott, really appreciate you taking us on the kind of a behind the scenes tour of the pressure washing business. And you got me kind of excited. It's like, man, this is low startup cost. This is a pretty quick, a pretty valuable service. So, I think you'll inspire some folks.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, Nick. I appreciate you having me on.
1: You bet. Make sure to hit the subscribe button for more money-making ideas. That is it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in.